Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. So glad you are here with us bright and early. This hour, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, And there's some people on the internet that say you should be washing your hair with beer. Yes, the internet, can it ever do us wrong? Yes, it can. Also on the way today, we'll tell you what's happening on the Friday football action schedule tomorrow night. Plus a license plate that says, we'll run on a guy's car who is running from the cops. That's on the way in Stranger Than Fiction. And feel-good stories abound with a paralyzed woman who is able to walk down the aisle. And of course, in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll get to our outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. It's all on the way today, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for November 2nd, 2023. Happy Thursday to you. All right. Wow, we're starting with... uh, I don't have any young birthdays here. It's... Starting in the 40s, Camaro Brown is 43. Nelly, rapper, 49. Marisol, Marisol Nichols, who's Veronica's mom on Riverdale, is 50. Fieldy, from the group Corn, he's the bassist, is 54. David Schwimmer, who played Ross Geller on Friends, is 57. Bobby Dahl, the poison bassist, is 60. Katie Lang, 62. Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble. He's that guy. He's 79. Stephanie Powers, Jennifer Hart on Heart to Heart is 81. Pat Buchanan, political commentator, is 85. Today is Dia de, la Muerte, Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead holiday. On this day in history, Harper's Bazaar magazine first published in 1867. North Dakota and South Dakota admitted as the 39th and 40th states in the Union on this date in 1889. Walt Disney hospitalized after x-rays detected a cancerous spot on his left lung. That was in 1966. He died a month later. In 1974, Frank Zappa's classic Don't Eat the Yellow Snow peaked at number 86 on the pop singles chart. In 1983, on this date, Martin Luther King Jr. Day became a federal holiday when Ronald Reagan signed the bill into law. 
Part-Time Lover by Stevie Wonder hit number one in 1985. Magic Johnson quit his first attempted NBA comeback after he was cut in an exhibition game on this date in 1992. The episode of the Soup Nazi premiered on Seinfeld. No soup for you! Happened on this date in 1995. I have personally met and had a picture taken with the Soup Nazi. At least the actor who played the Soup Nazi. Apparently it was based on a real, real thing. In 2001, Monsters, Inc. released. Arrested Development premiered on this date in 2003. Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie, released on this date in 2018. I still haven't seen that. And Baby Shark passed Despacito as the most viewed video on YouTube on this date in 2020. Those are your celebrity birthdays in this day in history. Good morning. Okay, my friends, it is time for your random facts. A few years back, a study considered 13 different fragrances to determine which scents had the biggest effect on men. They found that the most stimulating combination was lavender and pumpkin pie. Second was black licorice and donut. All right, ladies. The least liked fragrance was cranberry for men so now you know <laughs> pumpkin pumpkin lavender and pumpkin pie okay interesting all right when judy garland got cast as dorothy in the wizard of oz she was put on a diet of chicken soup black coffee and 80 cigarettes a day she was 16 years old by the way terrible just terrible Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison, originally called Brown Skinned Girl, but he claimed he changed it absent-mindedly. He said that was just a mistake. It slipped my mind after we'd recorded it. I looked at the tape box and didn't even notice that I changed the title. Huh, huh. Sounds fishy, doesn't it? McDonald's didn't start accepting credit cards until 2003. Wow. I wonder if their earnings went way up. Like, now that we don't take cash anymore, we got to report it all? No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They, they would never do that. No one would. Wow, this is... I'm sorry, I'm just reading the random facts here. Uh, when you pass gas, the tiny particles of feces leave your body at 543 miles per hour. Okay, now you know. Those are your random facts. Truly random. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Hope uh, your morning is going well so far. We plan to make it even better. Thank you for spending it with us. It's being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Does the internet steer us wrong? Can it ever steer us wrong? Yes. Probably more often than not, and here's another example of that. There's an article making the rounds that claims you should be washing your hair with beer. Some say that's a waste of beer. Others say it helps your hair. The claim is that the uh, malt, hops, and iron in it can make your hair softer, shinier, and healthier overall. But does it actually work? The site Healthline.com says there's no scientific evidence to back it up. But a writer for Thrillist actually tried it and said it did make a difference. But the smell, my goodness, it would have to be horrible. 
Some experts say it might end up damaging your hair instead, though, because the alcohol could strip away your natural oils. For that reason, some people say non-alcoholic beer works best. I guess that could finally be a use for non-alcoholic beer is washing your hair. If you do try it, here's what people suggest. Open a beer, let it go flat. You don't want the carbon dioxide in the bubbles. It creates hard water, which isn't good for your hair. Well, I don't even know why I'm telling you how to do this. This is ridiculous. Wash and condition your hair like normal. The beer is just an extra step after you wash it and condition it. Massage it into your scalp. It's tingling. That means it's working. Uh, Leave it in for a few minutes. No one agrees on how long. Anywhere from 3 to 15 minutes, basically, is what they say. Then rinse it out. One stylist had a different approach. They said just fill a spray bottle with flat beer, spritz your hair with it, and don't wash it out. Oh, my goodness. They claim it's better as a leave-in conditioner. But the downside is you'll smell like you were just at a frat party. So good luck with that. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hope your Thursday is off to a great start. Tomorrow night, Friday football action once again. Capping off the regular season. The Green Forest Tigers hosting the Berryville Bobcats at Tiger Stadium tomorrow night. Before that game, we will be tailgating with the Berryville Bobcats out at the Castle Rental and Pond in Berryville with the Harder House. So come on out and enjoy some sweet treats and cheer on the Bobcats. But of course, tomorrow night at Tiger Stadium is the Carroll County Super Bowl and the Super Bowl Chili Cook-Off. Also happening, presented by Anstaff Bank. You can come on out and try your hand at winning the illustrious Grand Champion Prize or the People's Choice Award, or just come out and eat some chili. How about that? It's going to be good chili weather. Last year's Grand Champions, Leanne and Addie Ashford, defending their claim on the best chili in Carroll County. Will you knock them off the throne? Not if you put cinnamon in your chili, I'll tell you that much. It's all in great fun and a fundraiser for the Berryville Athletic Department and the Green Forest Booster Club. So that is going to be happening tomorrow night. Of course, you can hear that game live on your radio if you're not able to make it out to Tiger Stadium. You can hear it on 107.1 KTHS. And, of course, the Huntsville Eagles are going to be traveling to Ozark to take them on to round out their regular season, and you can hear that game live on 100.9 FM as the Carroll County Broadcasting Team bringing you live local football action for free right here on your radio tomorrow night. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, the California Highway Patrol tried to pull over a Ford Mustang for speeding a few days ago, but the car led the cops on a chase. The driver turned out to be an 18-year-old named Marcus Burton, and coincidentally... He had what looked like a license plate that said, Will Run. It turned out that it was just a sign covering the actual license plate, so he pasted it over there. Wow, what a guy. It's like he was planning it. The chase hit speeds of over 100 miles per hour and ended when the Mustang collided with an SUV carrying a family, including a child. Thankfully, none of them were seriously hurt. The driver of the Mustang booked on several felony charges. It's a miracle no one was badly hurt in the crash. There's video of it online. It's a a terrifying collision. The Mustang uh, was pretty much obliterated. So definitely God was watching out for 
everyone involved. But now that this guy has been booked on these felony charges, he may actually be in the pokey making real license plates for other people. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant Thursday morning. Coming up next hour, we'll be talking with Chase Tressler of Innovation Outdoors with our outdoor moment. So make sure you are here for that right now. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. TikTok star Brianna Seawald, who was partially paralyzed in a car accident a few years ago, was able to walk down the aisle and dance with her husband, Ryan Borkowski, at their wedding in Canada. Here she is talking about the experience. Your girl is married! And everything was beautiful. And, oh, I'm going to cry. And I did it. I got to walk to Ryan on my wedding day with my mom and my dad. Three years of incredibly hard work. And the day that Ryan proposed, I promised him I would walk to him at my wedding. And I did it. And I got to do it in front of all my friends and my family and everyone who's loved and supported me. Wow, what a story. Congratulations to these two for their wedding and their marriage and... To be able to see her walk down the aisle, I'm sure that was great for her groom, but even more so for her as she set the goal and she made it happen. Partially paralyzed, but worked up to be able to walk down the aisle on her wedding day. That is a good story. Let us know if you've got a feel-good story out there. We'd love to tell it. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. Good morning to you. It is that time of week. Every Thursday morning at this time, we bring you the Outdoor Moment, a chance to learn a little bit about the great outdoors here in the Ozarks and get some great ideas and some safety tips from our very own expert, Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Welcome in, Chase. Good morning to you. Well, good morning, Ike. I hope everybody's having a great week, uh, enjoying this not-so-beautiful weather we're having. Uh, winter's definitely here, so get out and enjoy it, but uh, stay warm, stay dry if you can, don't get sick. Uh, I'm going to jump in here this morning and get started pretty quick because I don't have a lot of time, but I've got a lot of information I want to share with you guys. Um, I'm going to talk about CWD. Now, this is something we hear about on the radio, and the Arkansas Game and Fish have ads out, you know, asking us to uh, get our deer tested, you know, after we harvest them, take them to one of the drop sites. They collect those every week and, and test for CWD. Uh, they really appreciate you doing that. It really helps the research and trying to keep the disease under control the best they can with what they've got. But I talked to Mr. Cody Wyatt, and he's a private lands biologist with Arkansas Game and Fish. He covers six counties here in northwest Arkansas. His name and number is public information, and he'll help you all he can if you want to reach out and call him. If you want to contact him, uh, you can probably look it up or you can contact us here at the show. We'll get the number to you. But I'm going to jump right in here. And my first question for him was, where is it from? Where does CWD come from? And here in Arkansas, they don't know how it got to the state. They don't know when it was in the state. We could have had it for years before we discovered it. And there's probably no way to ever find out how it got here. The first documented case of CWD was in 1969 in a private or a captive elk herd in Colorado. And then the first documented wild case of it was in the mid-70s also in an elk herd in Colorado. Uh, Now who's to say how the elk got it? You know what got it to them? And who's to say where it travels from from there? You know it could come in on any type of carcass or other animal across state lines, a brainstem or you know a skull or something. So we don't know where it come from and 
and where it was established. But those are the first documented cases. Number two I asked is affected area of the animal, and that is the brain and nervous system mainly. Now, as it matures and gets uh, older in the animal, it starts to affect other parts of the body, mainly from damage in the brain and nervous system, so it affects other stuff. And what it is, it's a misfolded protein prion, and it's a very, very strong protein. You know, it can last for, for a long time, even on the ground or something. So it's a very strong, it's hard to get rid of. It attacks the, the nervous system, the spine, you know, those cells, and, and it's a very potent uh, protein prion. Number three, how's it contracted? Direct contact, saliva, ingestion, and even blood. Blood is rare, but it can be contracted by blood. Like you said, that's the rarest form, but it has been documented to do that. The main thing is direct contact with saliva and uh, being ingested in other food. Like I said, this protein can, can be transferred onto the ground by like uh, licking or eating some food and it dropping out of their mouth and then another deer coming through there and picking it up or just by licking each other. But that's the most common way. My number four was, you know, will it kill the deer? And if it's documented enough or it's established enough, I guess you should say in the animal that you can test for it and find it, the answer is yes. It is a 100% mortality rate. Now the deer can carry it for years before it starts to affect them. They can get it as a fawn and it might be two or three, four years before the disease affects them. Once you can tell the deer is affected by it, by the way it's acting, you know, and the way it's it's losing weight and stuff, uh, then it's within usually a few days, weeks, you know, a month, and it's going to die. Immunity was number five, and some deer are immune or, or resistant, and like in nature, a lot of diseases come through, and, and nature finds a way to, to fight through, and the herds grow, just like the elk. If anybody goes to Colorado elk hunting, you know there's plenty of elk in that state. You know, it's one of the premier elk hunting states in the, in the country, so those elk have not killed off and died because of it. They've come through and fought through and, and you know, been resistant to it. And the hope is that here in Arkansas, you know, our deer establish that. Now, it's going to take time, but our best chance is for nature to do its own thing, let the deer herd, you know, become more resistant. And there is some cases that some of these deer are already resistant uh, to the disease. Really, there's no treatment for it if it's got it. The best thing is to try to reduce the spread, which is reduce the number of deer to where it doesn't spread as much because a lot of our deer are overpopulated. And the main thing is just trying to let nature do its own thing and, and reduce the numbers that can spread it. My last thing was humans. Can it transfer to humans? There's no found documentation that it can be transferred to humans in any way. There's been no no documentation that it has ever, but really we don't know. So, you know, they're going to tell you, of course, to be safe and don't eat it if, you, if it tests positive for the CWD. But there's just a few uh, little facts that I've got from the biologist. You know, if anybody had any questions about some of these, you can call me. I got some more information, but just wanted to get it out there this week and let some people know because, you know, deer season's upon us and we want to eat what we harvest. But, you know, be safe and get them checked if you want to. You know, it helps out if you can. But everybody have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Good morning to you. Happy Thursday out there. Well, what are you afraid of? What really makes your skin crawl? <laughs> hey, a new survey of America's top phobias found the top two are fear of heights and a fear of other people. What happens if you encounter another person on top of a building? That would be double a double whammy. Social phobia, the fear of other people ranked second, or social anxiety. They polled people in all 50 states. Here are the top phobias overall. Iraq, I'm sorry, not arachnophobia, acrophobia, the fear of heights. It's number one in 20 of the different states. Social phobia, the fear of social situations. What's number three? Well, there's arachnophobia, the fear of spiders. Number four is thanatophobia, which is the fear of death. 
Then there's trypanophobia, trypanophobia, the fear of needles. Then there's ophidiophobia, which is the fear of snakes. Yeah, I'll raise my hand on that one. Atychophobia. Atychophobia is an intense fear of failure. Is this making you scared? I've got the scary music going. Plus, I'm talking about all these things people are afraid of. Uh, Then there's agoraphobia, which is the fear of open spaces. The fear of open spaces. Then there's glossophobia. I'm sorry, glossophobia, the fear of public speaking, glossophobia. Then there's trypophobia, having feelings of disgust or fear when you see patterns with lots of holes. What is going on here? I mean, how many different things can we be afraid of? And there's claustrophobia, fear of tight spaces. What is the number one fear? Let's see here. In the state of Arkansas, acrophobia. Acrophobia, the fear of heights, is the number one fear. In the state of Missouri, it is atychophobia, an intense fear of failure. Atychophobia. Is that right? Yes, an intense fear of failure for people in Missouri. Wow. Well, let's let's find Oklahoma just for fun here. Social phobia is in Oklahoma, which would basically be the fear of social situations. So there you go. That's what everyone's afraid of in our general area. What about you? Let us know which one of these got your skin crawling. Text me, 870-505-1518. Good morning. Good morning to you. Well, did you make a run through the McDonald's drive-thru this morning already? Well, if you're planning to go later... For a McFlurry, they are changing it up. McDonald's is changing up the McFlurry. Kids love those things. Uh, the first time you ever had a McFlurry, did, were, you, were you confused about the spoon? You, did you try to use it as a straw? Because it's like a hollow square straw. I, that's what I always thought it was. My wife had to finally tell me, no, that has nothing to do with that. It's a spoon. It's a multi-use spoon, basically. The spoon is a square-shaped thing, so it will attach to the machine, and they can, you know, mix it up. That's all it is. So it's a dual-purpose item, right? And now you don't have to suffer from that embarrassment of not knowing that anymore because McDonald's has announced that they are phasing out the McFlurry spoons, not because they are confusing, even though that would be a good reason, I think, but uh, because it's all about using less plastic. So instead of the large, hollow handle that connects directly to their blender to mix your McFlurry together. They are now going to be having machines that will have a reusable spindle that's wrapped, I'm sorry, that's swapped out and cleaned after every McFlurry is made. That sounds like a lot. Wow, okay. So now they have their own spindle, not these spoons. This allows them to get rid of those big spoons, replace them with the smaller black spoons that are already handed out with the Sunday. So now you know you will no longer have that big bulky, awkward, confusing spoon in your McFlurry. I guess you're welcome and good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing. One that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. 
Hey, thanks for checking out the Gate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.